Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Keys, we coming from nothing and ending the street. Aiming at throats and taking out knees. They feeling the pressure and know they can't breathe. Winning the races and taking the places and walking their stages like it's a degree. Fill it in your veins, it's a dope flow. Got the whole game in a chokehold. They taking too long, you can't see me now. Put them in boxes like photos. Packing the bags and hitting new land. I do what I want, they do what they can. All in their way, I'm messing up plans. I'm speaking the truth, I keep it a grant. Waiting for sale, never will fail. Wait till the slam, she eat her tail. I'm keeping the game and playing it with all. Welcome to Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans, by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. The Kings beat the team with the worst name in the NBA today, the New Orleans Pelicans, 123-108. No deer in Fox tonight. No problem for the Sacramento Kings. Kings win, light the effing beam. Calvin, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy hey. Monday. How was your day today? Uh, it was good. I, uh, I actually did nothing today. Oh, okay. great. I haven't had Very one nice. of those days in a while. So Those are great days. It, it really was nice. I uh, I went golfing today, um, and uh, I almost drowned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was raining um, pretty hard. Yeah, that's that sucks. It was probably <laughs> not too bad when you guys started, right? No, it was actually really nice when we yeah, started. Yeah. And then... It uh, came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere, and we were like, okay, we're just going to wait under this tree for like 10 minutes. Uh, then it cleared up. Then we got further away... Uh, from the clubhouse, uh, and then it started pouring again. Yeah, it was coming down hard. I felt like I was in uh, Caddyshack because I was having one of the best golf outings of my career. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, much better than Friday. And then I was putting on the green, um, and my ball was not going anywhere. So came home, got in the hot tub. What are you going to do? Watched some Sacramento Kings. 
And uh, here we are. But hey, happy Monday to everybody out there. I just want to remind you all, it is Merch Monday. So use the code listed above here, Merch Monday, on RoyalRebounds.com for 15% off all of your merchandise. That's right, 15% off at RoyalRebounds.com. Use the code Merch Monday. All right, welcome into the show. Welcome in all my Kings fans. Shout out to my royal family members out there. I see Jay is out there. And check out this royal family, TJ. I know you love it. Bouncer is here. Double O is here. Lane is here. Uh, Who else is here? Jim, Lee, Mikami, uh, Empire is here. Welcome in, everybody. Tito, David, Jeremiah. Good to see you all. Hopefully you are happy about the Kings win. And guess what, Calvin? Uh, the Grizzlies lost yesterday yes, to the L.A. Clippers. The Kings are now tied with 38 wins with the Memphis Grizzlies. They did split the season series 2-2, uh, so that's pretty interesting. I believe the Kings have a better divisional record, which would put them at the number two spot if, if they lose tomorrow. The Grizzlies are playing the L.A. Lakers. Are you rooting for the Lakers tomorrow? I think you kind of have to at this point, right? Oh, man. We were rooting for the Lakers yesterday when they played the Warriors. Yeah, I wouldn't say I was rooting uh, for the Lakers. I, I'm Look rooting it, for a tie. As, as, long for a tie. As, as long as the Lakers are still outside of the play-in tournament, I think it's fair to root for them. Yeah, They are gaining some ground, though. Yeah, shout out to Dee's here in the chat. Callum, also a member of the royal family. Love you guys so much. But Cal, give me, I see Alex is here as well. Give me your first thoughts on the game tonight. Great team win. Um, I, I was really happy with the way the Kings came out and started this game. I, I know a lot of people were talking about defense at halftime, saying that the Kings weren't playing much of it. I felt like compared to the Minnesota game, it was completely night and day different. It, 100%. it was much, much better effort. There were a ton of deflections. Uh, throughout the whole game, but really in that first quarter to get started. Um, And and the Kings really shared the ball well today. I mean, Sabonis with a triple-double, but the team with 39 assists and 10 turnovers, that is how you play on offense. It was beautiful to watch. I mean, we've been talking over the past couple weeks, the Kings' uh, assist numbers have slowly declined, right? And they've been in that mid-20s or so. We want to see them get more assists, less turnovers. They did it tonight, along with some great team defense, some great zone defense. Uh, Kevin Herter, dude, I told you he was back, Calvin. You did? I told you he was back. You and did. guess what? He red is back in a big Velvet way. Velvet is there. I like the Red Ranger better. I think I'm just going to start calling him the Red Ranger because <laughs> definitely, definitely go, good. Go Power yeah, Rangers. the Lakers. we got to get that theme song. As uh, Tito says in the chat, Hey, if you don't like the Lakers, smash up that like button. Shout out to Fred Dixon. Good to see you, Fred. So a couple injuries to mention in tonight's game. De'Aaron Fox was out. This was precautionary, uh, dealing with a little tightness in the hamstring. Obviously don't want it to become a bigger issue because uh, he could be sidelined for many games like Zion Williamson currently is with a hamstring injury. He's been out since January. No Zion tonight. No Jose GTA. No Josh Richardson. No Larry Nance. And a couple other scrubs also missing uh, in tonight's action for the Pelicans. Great Kings win tonight. Great team win. And uh, I just got to say it again. Great defense by the Kings tonight. It it was. They played a, a really fantastic game. Um, and, and really took over in the second half. That third quarter was was awesome. Yeah. Really great quarter. Yeah. Shout out Kevin Herter, I'm going to say that's his best overall game this season. Okay. Looks like Alfie Man was in the house tonight. 
Nice. That's good. He's much better. He's a, a much better Lucky Charm than Lane. Apparently so. When Lane goes, the Kings lose. So Lane's not allowed to go to games anymore. Unless, I don't know. Lane, maybe Lane needs to eat some pizza before he goes to the game. I don't oh, know. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But, hey, let's dive here into the box score tonight. Wow. A lot of big numbers here. I mentioned no deer in Fox. So Davion Mitchell does get the start tonight. 32 minutes of action for him. Six of eight from the field. Three of four from three-point range. Uh, 15 points, a rebound, and six assists for him tonight. Not a lot of fouls tonight. I mean, five personal fouls for Sabonis, but not a lot of fouls tonight. Not a lot of free throw attempts. Only 10 combined between both teams at halftime. That was absolutely crazy. Domas Sabonis, 34 minutes of action, 8 of 13 from the field, 1 of 1 from three-point range, 19 points, 11 rebounds, and 11 assists. His eighth triple-double of the season for the Sacramento Kings, which is actually a a Sacramento record. Uh, And his, I believe, 52nd double double of uh of the year which leads the nba and is one away from tying one franchise record shy from tying demarcus cousins for the franchise record harrison barnes 31 minutes of action 511 from the field one of five from three point range 14 points three rebounds and three assists for him tonight keegan murray bounce back game for keegan 13 points Three rebounds, two assists in 37 minutes, five of 12 from the field, but two of eight from three-point range. Uh, And then, dude, I got to mention Kevin Herter again, the Red Ranger, 37 minutes of action, nine of 16 from the field, six of 10. I repeat that, six of 10, 60% from three-point range tonight, 25 points, five rebounds, eight assists. The dude was absolutely killing it, and Calvin... Calvin, he was playing some defense tonight. I saw Tevin, Kevin Herter get some turnovers. I almost yeah. called him Tevin because he was getting turnovers tonight, <laughs> Calvin. Kevin Herter making buckets and getting turnovers. I absolutely love it. Trey Lyles, 18 minutes of action, 6 of 9 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3-point range, 14 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists. Great, great performance by Trey Lyles. He just continues to impress me every single game. Nine points for Chemezi Metu. Uh, no Edwards tonight. Surprise there. Uh, and 11 points for Malik Monk in 12 minutes off the bench. Three points for Terrence Davis. Everybody else played very limited minutes. Uh, offers other than uh, Delavadova, 16 minutes, 04 from the field. Anything there that really, really pops out at you, Calvin? I think it's got to be the starting backcourt. I mean, Kevin Herter's stat line alone, like I said, I I would say that's his best overall game this season, probably one of the best games of his career. I I didn't watch a ton of him in Atlanta, but I didn't see many games where he had eight assists, two steals, and a block, uh, you know, in his his career. And then Davion Mitchell was great uh, stepping in for De'Aaron Fox, six assists for him, 15 points. The two of them were a combined nine of 14 from three. Yeah, shout out to Della Vadova, says Lane in the chat. As far as the team stats go tonight, uh, King shot 56.6% from the field and 42 point, uh, 42.1% from the three-point line. Free throws tonight, 65% from the free throw line for the Kings, 13 of 20. Uh, they did get out-rebounded by the Pelicans, 33 to 40. Uh, but 39 assists tonight for the Sacramento Kings as opposed to 11 turnovers. That is a great, great ratio, Calvin. Almost 3-1 to one there. Uh, seven steals tonight for the Kings, three blocks. And uh, a fat lead of 24 points was the biggest lead for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, I'm feeling great. 
Yeah, and they got that lead up when Sabonis went out with his fourth foul in the third quarter. That was when they took over. They played the zone. Metu and Lyles were really, really good tonight all over the place. Uh, and they they pushed the lead to 24 with the second unit mostly in there. So that was – I was a little nervous when Sabonis got his fourth foul. They had a, a comfortable – fairly comfortable lead at the time, but with that much time remaining in the game, I, I was starting to worry uh, if the Pelicans were going to make a run and perhaps, you know, have the lead going into the fourth quarter. Kings wouldn't have any part of that, so it was great. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was, and, and you know, we mentioned no deer and Fox tonight. It's huge to get a win without Fox, as Brian says here in the chat. Uh, I mean, I don't even remember how many games ago it was, Calvin, uh, where De'Aaron was out. Davion was in. He was struggling. He was not playing well. The Kings were losing basketball games. The last two games without De'Aaron Fox, Davion Mitchell stepped up. He's played absolutely huge, and the Kings have got both of those wins. Uh, I mean, what what's the main difference you're seeing in, in Davion Mitchell and how he's approaching, uh, you know, being part of the starting lineup? I think it's playing time. Uh, it's just easier to get into a rhythm uh, when you're getting more extended minutes. You know, also when you have to play in place of a guy like De'Aaron Fox, who's the leading scorer on this team, you're going to be required to to look for your offense a little bit more because the Kings are missing so much, right? So we see him be more aggressive, looking for his shot early on. Uh, he knocked down his first one, might have knocked down his first two or three today. I can't remember exactly, but that gives you the confidence that you need for the rest of the game. Um, when he plays in the second unit, subbing in for De'Aaron Fox, oftentimes he's not really out there looking to score. They're, they're asking him to play defense. Malik Monk has been the primary ball handler a lot in the in the second unit as well. So it, it's just a totally different role that he is playing on games like tonight. And you saw this last year when he started and played extended minutes as well. He averaged like 19 points per game in those yeah. those games down the stretch. So I think it's just extended minutes giving him more confidence. Yeah, I agree with that. I also feel like Davion, when when he's when he starts out making shots, he like builds his confidence. Versus, I felt like there there were a lot of moments in games early on in the season where he misses a couple shots early, and then he just is like, okay, I'm not shooting the ball anymore. I'm just gonna do other things. I'm just gonna play defense. I'm just gonna set up my opponents. Stuff like that. Um, and I think you know, as he matures, as he gets older, as he gets more playing time, he's starting to realize like, okay, my shots not falling. I can get other guys involved, but I still need to take shots to put pressure on the defense. Otherwise, I get taken out of the offense. It makes it easier on the on the team defending us, and it makes it harder on all my teammates. Uh, so I've noticed he's been a lot more aggressive early, uh, but when he does make shots, he, he's a completely different offensive player in my mind. Absolutely. He's a great isolation player, too. His ability to create space, create shots for himself, beat people off the dribble. He has a beautiful step-back move. The Kings don't run a lot of isolation sets, period. So he's not going to get a lot of those opportunities, which might be the best ones for him in some cases. Yeah. So. Any thoughts on the De'Aaron Fox hamstring? I hope it heals up soon. I mean, as we've seen from a lot of people this season, Zion Williamson, Devin Booker, it, you know, hamstrings can be very tricky injuries that yeah. it, even though it, it's not a severe injury at the moment, you know, rest is really the best thing and it Linger. can become, yeah, it can become very <laughs> serious very quickly. So I, I hope for sure that, that, uh, it heals up quick here because they survived without or not survived. They thrived really without him tonight. Yeah. But they're, uh, 
going into a very difficult three-game stretch here. Yeah, they definitely are. So they're going to need him back sooner than later. But I, I feel like it's almost like tonight was a positive in, in multiple different ways. right? Obviously, the Kings win the game, which is absolutely huge, right? Um, but also the fact that De'Aaron Fox is getting a little bit of rest, which is good for him, and you're giving more minutes to Davion, which you're going to need Davion in the future. You're going to need him in the playoffs to be in a oh, rhythm, yeah. to be Absolutely. playing right. So it's almost like they killed three birds with one stone tonight. You know, the Kings win, Fox gets a little bit of rest, and, De- and Davion gets some extended playing time. Yeah, it couldn't have gone any better. Yeah, and I, I'm looking for him to be one of the huge contributors for the Kings this year in the playoffs. So uh, uh, he definitely needs to, to get a good rhythm. Uh, I do remember shout Chuck out Hayes. to Chuck Hayes. Jay, what what were your thoughts on Chuck Hayes? I am curious. Um, I mean, as as far as the starters go, I mean, we constantly praise Sabonis. Uh, the last podcast, we didn't even talk about him for like an hour in. So let's start out with him tonight. Domas Sabonis, I said the eighth triple-double of the season for him. Uh, only 11 rebounds tonight, which I say only because we're used to this guy getting like mid-double double figures. Um, what What is Domas doing out there? You know, and I guess I could say the only thing I could knock him tonight for is picking up the fouls, which we've talked about multiple times. When he gets in foul trouble, it can definitely hurt the Kings. But he stayed aggressive out there tonight. Absolutely. I mean, six turnovers isn't great either, but when you take into account uh, the, all the dimes that he was dropping, some really difficult passes that he makes look so easy, uh, I think you'll take that you know, on most Playoffs. nights if he's going to record a triple-double with Playoffs? 11 assists. You kidding me? I loved the game plan for how the Kings were attacking this defense. Uh, it, it was There's a lot of length, good perimeter defenders, Hard to get open spaces, hard to get dribble penetration on the wing. So the Kings ran some really great sets where they opened the floor up. They got Sabonis the ball at the top, and they let him go basically one-on-one against Valanciunas. He beat him off the dribble over and over and over again in that first half. Uh, And I think that helped kind of create some open shots on the outside for guys. And they were also, of course, getting tons of backdoor cuts, which Sabonis was finding every single time. Um, He was... Fantastic tonight, as he always is. I mean, this again. We, we, uh, it becomes kind of commonplace and, and a little boring because it's just you expect this from him. But I, yep. I did like the aggressiveness from him early on, trying to take the ball to the rim on Valanciunas because that's a, an advantage that he had in this game. Jonas is a huge dude who can do, who can protect the rim, yep. you know, with his length. But he can't stay with Sabonis when he's driving the ball from the perimeter. And he was questionable tonight for the game, too. So we weren't even sure if he was going to be available. Jonas, I mean. um, So definitely good to be aggressive and go at him. Sabonis was deep in his bag tonight like the fries were on the bottom, according to Mark Jones. Another another great, great quote. Uh, Yeah, Travis Outlaw, Marcus Thornton. Man, I love me some Marcus Thornton. He was exciting to watch. And, And... the Chuck Hayes thing, right? Like the size. The craziest thing was he was back up to Yao Ming in Houston. Yeah. Talk about a different yeah. look, right? You <laughs> right. go from like Yao Ming to like the shortest backup center in the NBA, and you're like, okay, how do we make this work? Uh, definitely an interesting, interesting squad to watch. Uh, Calvin, I definitely want to go over the rest of the starters tonight, but I think I want to dive into your keys first. Uh, because normally the keys kind of get lost and then you and I are searching for the keys. Like, have you seen my keys anywhere? I thought I left them here. Uh, let's get to the keys early tonight. Let's do it. Well, number one was play with passion. I mean, not only did the Kings get 
beat down in New Orleans the last time they were there without a bunch of starting members of the Pelicans. They lost by 32. Um, Trey Murphy went off, and everybody went off for New Orleans. So this was definitely a get-back game. But when you take into account uh, the defensive effort from the other night against Minnesota as well, yep. they definitely needed to come out and turn things up right from the beginning, and I felt like they did a very good job of that. Talked about it all season long. This is why Mike Brown is the leading candidate for Coach of the Year. The way he gets a young team to respond time after time, whether it's a blowout loss or, or a really disappointing defensive performance, they always respond both from game to yep. game and within the game. Exactly. Malik Monk gets pulled early in this game. I wasn't even sure if he was going to play again. It, mm-hmm. it didn't seem like it. He only logs 12 minutes, but he comes back in in the second half, plays much, much better, yep. ends up with 11 points. That That's a testament to the coaching staff and how in tune they are with these guys. Absolutely. Oh, we even saw him coaching up Keegan Murray yes. in the middle of a timeout. He comes out on the court like, this is what you did. This is what I need you to do. And, and it's just been great, like you said, mid-game and in between game. Great Absolutely. adjustments. Absolutely. Uh, number two was take advantage of the home court advantage. The Pelicans have not been a good road team this season. They're now yep. 12 games below 500 on the road. The crowd was definitely into it from the beginning today, so they rode that wave. This is how they shot in the third quarter. Let it rain. Let it rain. Bam. Backboard. <laughs> and then number three was ball movement. Doesn't get any better than 39 assists. I don't know if that's a season high, but it probably is damn near close. Yep. 39 assists, 11 turnovers. Everyone was sharing it. You've got 11 assists from Sabonis, 6 from Davion Mitchell, 8 from Kevin Herter. It was a total team effort uh, from top to bottom. It was really, really great to watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely huge. And, and I think you hit on all those keys tonight, and the Kings hit on those keys too, which was really, really important. Shout out to Tanvir for joining in on the – on the chat, Tanvir, good to see you. Uh, Calvin, they're bringing up some good points here. Uh, they want to fire the laser. What does it take to fire the laser tonight? Uh, well, we're at 32 right now. So uh, I was a little easy on you guys last time. Let's go 50 this time. 50 what? 50 likes. 50 likes, not 50 cent. 50, not 50 likes, cent. and we 50 light likes. the beam tonight. So please, guys, smash up that like button I want to see the beam lit, dude. It's beautiful. It's of course. Purple. Who doesn't want to see the it's, beam lit? I mean, if you want to see the beam lit, hit the like button. Hit the like button. 50 likes, and we light the beam tonight. Okay. Uh, let's jump back here into a couple players. I mean, Harrison Barnes, 31 minutes of action, 14 points for him, three rebounds, three assists. Like to see that rebound number a little bit higher, but I'm always happy after a Kings win. Uh, Harrison Barnes has continued to play well. Uh, I mean, this whole team is playing well right now, which is good because, you know, we've talked about multiple players that have gone through shooting slumps uh, or, or whatever else is going on. I'm talking about Keegan, talking about Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter, even Deer and Fox went through some stuff like that. Uh, Malik Monk went through some huge shooting slumps during this year, and, and the Kings were able to actually win some basketball games during those shooting slumps. Now, yes, Deer and Fox was out tonight. But we're seeing a ton of role players shoot the ball well, play exceptionally well. It just makes this Kings team a very, very scary and dangerous team when they are healthy and when they're all playing uh, like they should be. Uh, so give me, give me your thoughts on HB tonight. Uh, HB was, again, really solid. I mean, didn't shoot that well overall. Still 3 of 4 at the free throw line. First technical foul 
since his rookie season. Oh tonight. yeah. Oh, he was fired up on that. And he took he got the ball on the very next possession and took yeah. it straight to the basket and got to the foul line. Uh, an aggressive was, Harrison Barnes is a great Harrison Barnes. All he said was, "Where's the and one?" Yeah. Is, yeah, pretty quick whistle there. I'm not that, so sure what that, that was. Is that worthy of a technical foul? Not in my book. I mean, but. Draymond Green's beating up his teammates in practice, <laughs> no punishments, and Harrison Barnes says, where's the and one? Well, it just goes to show you don't want to piss off Harrison Barnes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Bouncer, I want to I wanna light the, I wanna light the laser. We're almost there. We're almost there, and we'll light the laser tonight. We'll light the beam. But, yeah, uh, I mean, HB, that's, it's wild seeing him get riled up like that. It is. It really it is. is. <laughs> uh, do you think that that maybe changed the course of the game for him? Like, because we've seen guys get pissed off mid-game, and, like, they just go off for the rest of the game. And I want to say he went off tonight because the Kings didn't really need that. Um, but does that, you know, when a teammate of yours gets a technical, what is that? Does that send a message to the refs? Does that send a message to your teammates? Does that fire up the people around you? Like, what are your thoughts there? I think it can. I mean, when guys like Luca and Draymond Green get technicals, I, it happens so often, I don't think anybody thinks anything of it on the court, right? Yeah, but when true. somebody like Harrison Barnes gets a technical, yep. that's a totally different story. Yep. I mean, they don't call him, they call him the congressman, right? Or, or they or called the, him that in Golden State when yeah, he was there or something yeah. like that. So when he gets a technical foul, it's a serious deal. I think it definitely <laughs> fires up the rest of the team. Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, we need a better nickname for Harrison Barnes, dude. <laughs> I like the barn. The barn, I think, is a pretty good nickname. The barn. You know? Nothing gets inside the barn. We lock the doors. A lot of people no. don't lock doors on a barn, though. Yeah, that's true, right? What do they say? Would you grow up in a barn? Yeah, because the door's open. Yeah, maybe that's not a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe doors the, open. The Black the Falcon is, is nice and all. I just don't understand where that nickname came from. Although, I will say, and shout out to my guy, Will Z Stats. If you want to sound smart talking about basketball, just look at his page on Twitter. Just yeah. read all the stuff that he posts because it's amazing. He did make a point today. Harrison Barnes is on pace to have... His mo the most dunks in a season since his best years of his career statistically when he was in Dallas. He had like 46 dunks, I think it was, um, his last season in Dallas, and he is on pace to either get or eclipse that this season. So maybe the Black Falcon does make more sense now because he's high-flying and everything. Um, but I have Ooh. noticed he's way more aggressive okay. taking it to the rim this season than in, in years past. I didn't know Falcons dunked basketballs a lot. No, but they fly through the air, so, you know. Yeah, like a barn. <laughs> like when a, there, when there's like a, storm, a falcon. When there's a tornado, <laughs> you know, the barn is in the air. Uh, I want to sound smart, so I'll, I'll read some of these Will Z stats. Shout out to Will Z. Uh, Davion Mitchell in the last seven games since the All-Star break, seven points, 3.3 assists, and .6 turnovers per game, shooting 62.5% from the field and 50% from beyond, beyond the arc with a 9.4 net rating. Dude is absolutely balling. Uh, these these stats are too smart for me, dude. I can't, I can't read any more <laughs> of these stats. But shout out to Will Z uh, on awesome page Dude to follow great on work. Twitter. Yeah, awesome page to follow on Twitter. Uh, let's talk about Keegan. Um, Ofer last game got benched early. Played I think twenty minutes in that game. Thirty-seven minutes of action tonight. Five of twelve from the field. 
Didn't shoot well from three-point range. I mean, two from eight, two for eight. Uh, but 13 points, three rebounds, two assists. Like I said, we saw Mike Brown out there coaching him up mid-timeout. Um, I mean, I really love Keegan Murray, and I'm, I'm happy with where he's at. I'm happy with where the team's at. But I, I, I feel like a lot of fans want more from him. And I don't know if that's exactly fair to request more because the dude has been absolutely incredible for this team, right? He's learning on the fly. He's so young. Um, but, I mean, if you're, if you're a coaching staff, do you want more from him? Do you feel like he's capable of giving more to help elevate this team to another level? Because, I mean, I, I feel like Keegan Murray should be able to get 20 points a night. And that is a lot to ask of a guy in his rookie season. Um, but he's just been shooting the ball so, so well, especially from that corner three spot. And he's showing us more and more every single game. So maybe not just points-wise, but is there anything that you think he can do more to help this basketball team? Oh, absolutely. It's what Mike Brown has been challenging him to do, you know, for most of the second half of the season. Just as he's gotten more comfortable, uh, definitely, you know, getting adjusted to the, the game, going from uh, college to the pros. You have to catch up with the speed. You have to catch up with the size, the physicality, all of that stuff. So th the things that he has been improving on over the course of the season are definitely the things that they're asking him to do more of. Rebounding, uh, defensive effort. First, it was off ball, you know, knowing where to be on the help side defense, stepping yep. in, taking charges. Now they're putting him on the other team's best player on almost every night. Yeah, Today he was wild. on Brandon Ingram for a lot. He was on Paul George a bunch yeah. in the last week. They're giving him that assignment, and he's taking it, uh, you know, in spades. He's responding to it fantastically. The creating more, putting the ball on the floor more, uh, running out on the break with the ball, starting the break. The, he had the beautiful step-back crossover dribble today. We've seen him with the snake behind the back dribble, the mid-range game. It, it's all coming. Um, you don't want to put this guy uh, because of the situation that he's in which is really fortunate for him compared to these other rookies that we've talked about yep. he's not playing on a bad team so it, it's I don't think it would be productive to just continue to give him the ball and say we want you to score more we want you to score more first of all there's a ton of options on this team when it comes there to scoring. a lot of options. so uh, other than De'Aaron Fox who can take over a game by himself and often does in the fourth quarter there's really nobody on this team that you want to just continuously feed the ball to over and over and over again and say, get us a bucket, get us a bucket, get us a bucket, unless it's a, a you know, within the offense, good pass that leads to an open shot. If the team chooses to leave Kevin Herter wide open from three on six straight possessions, then so be it. Give it to him and let him shoot. But there's, this team is very well balanced. The offense that they run is very well balanced. It, it relies a lot on touches, passes, multiple passes to create the best shot, backdoor cuts, all of that stuff, movement without the ball. So I think that the way that the Kings are bringing along Keegan Murray in his rookie year could not be any better. And they're going to be uh, – it's going to pay off for them in year two, three, four because of the experience he's gotten on a good team, the new things that they're throwing at him. He's able to handle more and more. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, as the season goes on and the confidence is going to build in him, which is going to result, hopefully, in two or three years from now, yep. all of a sudden he is a 20-point-per-game scorer, a really, really fantastic defender, and maybe even an all-star, something like that. Is that what your buddy Jordy told you to say? Not word for word. I didn't want to take too much away from him. He said a lot of it in Spanish tonight. Okay, so. okay. nice. Good thing to, to know that you're bilingual <laughs> or trilingual. I, I don't even know, but shout out to Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray. The one thing I want to see from him is another nickname, Calvin. I mean, I like Thregan. Uh, I like Slim Duncan. Uh, but I'd, I'd like to see another nickname for Keegan Murray. So if you guys got a good nickname for Keegan Murray, let me know in the chat. Uh, shout out to Jeremiah. Good to see Jeremiah here. Uh, Derek is here. Brian. Brian's got an interesting point here, Calvin. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on this. This is a hot take. Kessler is even better. Kessler Edwards is even better than Davion with that freakish wingspan and only scored four points when Kessler was guarding him. Hot take, Calvin. Is Kessler Edwards better than Davion Mitchell? Um, Brian, I, I say this with all due respect. I think that's a bit of an overreaction. I'm not saying that Kessler Edwards can't be a good defender, um, but it, it was one game. Davion does have a lot more body of work to go off of, like Sass points out. Also, comparing the defense on Anthony Edwards, I don't like either because Davion is a much smaller guard, even though he is capable of playing bigger defenders. Um, I, I love Davion as an on-ball defender. And again, that doesn't mean Kessler Edwards can't be good. But if you do look at some of those shots that, he t that Anthony Edwards took while Edwards was on him, end of the shot clock, not a lot of ball movement, didn't even try to drive on him. He just puts up a three. It, it, we're not trying to take anything away from him. Maybe Kessler Edwards should play more, but I do think that at this point I've got a little bit more faith because I've seen it more from Davion. That's all. I see a couple awesome nicknames in here. Mr. Steady for Keegan Murray or No Hurry Murray. You like any of those? I like No Hurry Murray. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, he de he definitely doesn't ever seem to be in a hurry, uh, which, which is a good thing in my opinion. He doesn't ever seem to be rushed. Uh, the moment doesn't seem to be too big for him. So shout out to No Hurry Murray. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Pika House, we're here. Shout out to Roger, Ryan, Joe. Guys, smash up that like button. 50 likes tonight, and we are going to light the effing beam. Uh, Logan says he's better than Kawhi Leonard. Wow, these Kings fans love some Kessler <laughs> Edwards, Calvin. Maybe. Yeah, I like it. He's much better than Kawhi. Kawhi's not even available right now, so hey. Uh, shout out to Kessler Edwards, the new Kawhi Leonard. Keegan Murray could be that guy too. Uh, Alfie Man's drinking margaritas, watermelon margaritas at the oh, game tonight. At the game, they're serving wow. watermelon margaritas. Wow, man, we got to get to a game, dude. Very cool. I am a big connoisseur of the margaritas. I love them and tacos too. They are delicious. Uh, I want to just give another shout out to Callum here in the house. Jay is here also. Jose is here. All my royal family oh, members. Ha. You can see them here 
in green. It looks great on them. Uh, if you want to join the royal family, click the link down below in the description of the video, uh, or you can go to the main page of this YouTube channel and hit join. Uh, there's two different tiers to be a monthly subscriber or a monthly member uh, for the channel, and it unlocks a lot of different benefits. So appreciate all your support. Become a member. Become a member. All right, Calvin, let's talk about the Red Ranger. Kevin Herter, 9 to 16. I like that number, 916. Oh, yeah, 9 to 16 from the field, 6 of 10 from three point range, 25 big points. Leads all scores tonight. And uh, Calvin, he was 4 for 4 in the beginning of this game. A lot of those were tough threes, too. They were. But he's like, I, I used to think that Kevin Herter was just like a, a catch and shoot guy. Yeah. I mean, we've seen multiple times this year where he's like, I'm not just a catch-and-shoot guy. I can get my own shot. We saw the step back tonight. We saw that step to the side. I mean, Kevin Herter, he's amazing. He is amazing. He played great. Uh, plus tw- If you like the plus-minus, plus 27 tonight. Oh, shit. Calvin <laughs> is quoting the plus-minus. I mean, it stands out, right, when you see that number. that That's a big deal. For a guy that plays 37 minutes to be a plus 27, that that's yep. means you played a, a really, really solid game. Um, and you were affecting the game on both ends of the floor. It, he was all over the place, a lot of deflections, a couple of steals, a block. A lot of deflections. Um, and, and the assists, absolutely. But eight assists tonight. Um, I, I thought that he did a really good job of taking what the game gave him, right? It's one of the oldest adages in the book when it comes to basketball. He was aggressive looking for his three early uh, in the second half. I think the Pelicans defini- definitely had a conversation in uh, the locker room saying we need to, to, shut, to shut down Kevin Herter or limit his opportunities from deep. Yeah. So they were much more aggressive with him coming off the screens. And what did they do? They ran a little pick and roll, and he found Sabonis time after time rolling to the basket. It was yep. really, really nice to watch. Kevin heard him tonight. He really did. Logan, I agree that I don't like the plus minus, which is why Barry made a comment that I am quoting it. Um, it. It is. It does stand out when you look at it, though. There are some things that you can take away from it, even though I don't like it as a stat. Calvin's overall. a big plus minus guy. Mr. Plus minus is what we call him here uh, no. in Maui. Mr. Plus Minus. That's what you call me? Yeah. Interesting. Never heard that before. Um, you want to give everybody an update on, on how your basketball career has been going? Well, it hasn't officially started yet. The game's on Wednesday. Okay. But well, you had a practice. We didn't have a practice. I, I went to go play at an open gym. Okay. How'd you do? How many dunks? I had zero dunks. Okay. Nice. I did win nine out of ten games, though. Okay. How play, you feeling? Played a lot. How a you lot. feeling? I'm a little sore. Okay. Little I mean, sore. is the jumper wet? Uh, it was in the beginning, and then when I lost my <laughs> legs, tired? it was not anymore. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm getting back into shape slowly. So, And, Brian, yes, I agree with you. I said that multiple times, that maybe he does need to play more. But given what you've seen right now, I don't see how you can say that, that Kessler Edwards is a much better overall player defender than Davion Mitchell is. Like, yeah. That's all. It, if he turns into that, that's great. But don't. my point is I don't want to take away what Davion is great at and, and does every night. Yeah, only six likes away from lighting the beam. Calvin, what was your plus minus on Sunday? It was probably high. We won most <laughs> games by 
<laughs> double digits. I, I got lucky and ended up on one of the better teams there. So we kind of ran the court. Jay says, should I dye my beard purple for the playoff push or shave it off? Um, well, I if I if I got to shave my head, you got to shave yours. I say dye it. Shave your beard. Dye it. If you don't like it, you can shave it. But once it's shaved, you can't dye it. Right? Uh, that's true. I like uh, it, Jay. You could paint your face purple. Send us, send us a picture. Oh, yeah. He could shave it all off, and then he could do like that purple yeah. chin strap, little paint on beard. <clears throat> I like a purple beard. I, I think that would be pretty effing cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, Logan says, we better sign Trey Lyles. Dude is so steady. Uh, I think that's perfect time to talk about the bench tonight. Um, but I mean, what are your thoughts on Trey Lyles in, in remaining with the Kings? He, perfect backup he for was Sabonis great tonight. Um, I don't know if he's a perfect backup for Sabonis. I, I think that he fits very, very well onto this team, and they definitely should try to re-sign him. That that will be a very important piece of the off season. Yes, it will. Oh. Why are you guys trying to get me to do stuff? Hold up. I'm um, just looking here at the salary cap. Trey Lyles is making $2.6 million this year. He's currently 27, and he will be a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, I mean, the way he's playing, he's going to get a pretty decent-sized contract. What do you think it would cost to retain a guy like Trey Lyles? That's a tough question to answer. I, I mean, the market... For NBA contracts overall, you know, continues to grow and grow. Um, so he's definitely playing like he deserves, you know, north of ten million dollars yeah. right now. I would That's say. how I feel too. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know what it's going to cost. It, it'll be interesting to see. But I'm thinking it, it's going to be something like three years, thirty-six million or something like that. I mean, hopefully you could do that last year as maybe a team option yeah. or something like that. So you're a little bit more in control. Um, but I, I mean, I, I feel like one of the benefits and, and it's funny, right? Because the, over the past 15 years, we're all like, nobody wants to sign in Sacramento. Sacramento has got to overpay to get everybody, blah, blah, blah. They don't get any big name free agents, all this stuff. I think that a lot of people want to play in Sacramento now. I think they like the coaching staff. I think they like their teammates. Uh, and this is a team that took a chance on a lot of these guys, right? Like, Trey Lyles was not this, like, guy that everyone was trying to go after and acquire Definitely. him. The Kings, they, they like, found this guy. And I, I don't want to give them credit for finding him, but they just identified a guy where they were like, this guy is underutilized where he is. I think he was, what, Detroit? I think a yes, lot of guys Detroit. are underutilized in Detroit. <laughs> but they're like, he would fit this team, and, and we believe in him, right? They take the chance. They trade on him. They, they, play, they play minutes. Uh, you know, they give him the opportunity. Maybe that pays off in Trey Lyles saying, I want to stay in Sacramento. Maybe I'm willing to take a little bit less. Or, or I just want to be paid fair value to remain in Sacramento. Even if some other team is offering me $15 million a year, I'd re I like where we're building here. Yeah, absolutely. And we got some comments in the chat here, I think, that are really uh, pertinent as well. It, the Kings, as an organization, are now entering a, a position that they haven't been in for a very long time. Uh, it is more of an attractive place to play, if you look around. We just heard Anthony Edwards 
the other day say Sacramento is his favorite place to play in because of the yeah. fan base here. Wild. I, I mean, that's they have all of that stuff going for him. And Mike Loop makes a good point here. Could Vivek possibly be willing to pay the luxury tax going into next season or the year after that because he sees that the Kings are improving and there's proof to, to think that they might be able to Maybe. make a run in the playoffs in a couple of years? I, I don't know. So... <clears throat> Only time will tell. I don't think that will be next season if I had to make a prediction. Yep. But the the point is that they now have more options on the table than they've had in a very, very long time. Yeah, that's great. Great point. And I mean, if you're Vivek, why not? Why not go over the salary cap? This is your one opportunity. He, he he's owned this team for what, six years now? Six seasons? Yeah. Something is, like that. Something like I that? I don't know exactly. Um, and this is the first time where you've actually, I mean, you could talk about the Jaeger, the Jaeger year, year, <laughs> where the team was on a pretty good roll and then it all kind of fell apart there. Um, but, I mean, th- this is a really good basketball team. You are almost in the second second seed in the Western Conference right now. The, the chemistry is here. Like, there's no negativity going around this team whatsoever. There's nobody having off the court issues. There's no drama. There's no nobody calling out the media or calling out their players or anything like that. It just seems like everybody is happy and, and this is like a cohesive team. It's not a bunch of players. It's it's team now. Yep. So he's there. He's courtside at every single home game. Yeah. This good dude's the biggest fan, and no one even talks about him anymore because the Kings are doing good, right? They only talk about it when the Kings are doing <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, because he finally stopped messing with things, yeah. and now he's just sitting back so, and watching. So the guys <laughs> that you've entrusted, if they tell you to open up the pocketbook, you open up the effing pocketbook. And I think that's Absolutely. exactly And speaking of courtside, shout out to Hassan Minaj, yeah. fellow Davis High alumni, just yeah. like the two of us. Davisite. Davisite at the game tonight. Blue Devil. Yes. Yeah. Loves his Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because my mom was texting me. Uh, hold on. Let me bring this this mom text up real quick. Uh, she was texting me a couple days ago. Uh, and she said, Hassan Minaj is trash talking the NBA while hosting the Daily Show. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, because they're still sleeping on the Kings. And she says, I hope Hassan becomes permanent host. He is so funny. So He's a very funny guy. She's a big Hassan Minaj fan. Why do you think he was talking smack about the NBA? Well, he wasn't. He had this great bit. Did you see any of I, it? I did not. Oh, okay. It was all over social media. Okay. He had Giannis on. Okay. Because, um, you know, he Who's just... Giannis on? He had Giannis on the show. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, he played in the celebrity game at the All-Star yep. weekend this year, right? So he was hanging out with those guys. Um, he brought Giannis onto Takumpo onto Giannis the on show. Tecumpo. And he wrote this bit because Giannis is known as, like, this really, really nice guy. Yeah. So he Freaking wrote this sheets. bit where Giannis was going to trash talk a bunch of other players in the NBA. And so he had a script of things to say, and it was about LeBron and, and okay. KD and all this stuff. And by the end of it, Giannis couldn't even do it. He he just broke down and started giving compliments out to LeBron and all this stuff. Okay. But he did say, he, the funny one is he wrote this for KD saying, uh, KD, why don't you come work out with me in the offseason? I'll teach you how to carry a team. 
<laughs> or something like that. It was really, really funny. I got to rewatch that. And people were giving Giannis so much hate for it, too. Really? Like Skip Bayless and all these guys. I fucking Dude, hate Skip, Skip Bayless. Skip is a hater, bro. Fucking hate that guy. Anyway, enough with that. We need two likes to light the beam. <laughs> He's calling it out here. Two likes. Two likes. Two likes. Um, Calvin, I'm just looking here at the salary cap situation. Uh, I mean, Harrison Barnes is a free agent at the end of the year. Terrence Davis is a free agent. Alex Len, Trey Lyles, Chemezi, and Della Vadova, all free agents at the end of the year. Uh, if you could only have two of those guys returning to the squad, who would it be? Harrison Barnes and Trey Lyles. That's an easy one. Easy one? Oh, yeah. No Terrence Davis, no Chemezi uh, Metu. If I can only have two of them, those are absolutely the first two that I'm picking. Okay. No Alex Len? No, thank you. You're, you're not a, a Len Sanity fan? I am not. Okay. What if you had to pick between TD and Chemezi? Uh, probably Terrence Davis. I like Matt, okay. too. But I, I think it's time for them to maybe look for something else out there when it comes to the, the backup five. I really like Chemezi, dude. He I, li- I like him, too. so well tonight. And he did very well when, today, when yes, he When he just plays within himself... He is so good, dude. He is so good. He looked like Pascal Siakam tonight. You see that spin move? <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to bring that you up. You see that spin move beautiful tonight? move, yeah. Looked, that was great a Siakam move. spin. Great, great move. Yeah. I'm going to have to call him Chemezi. No, that, that that's a stupid one. But anyways, I like I like Matu. I hope he returns. I hope all these guys return. I mean, maybe not Alex Len. I agree. I think he has slowly improved. I think that they they did a great job. We've said this before. They did a good job this year of forcing him to play within the structure that they want to play, right? You don't see the – he doesn't jack up three to four threes a game anymore. Um, they're asking him to do very specific tasks and play a very specific role on the team, and I think that that has worked. I do think overall, though, if you're looking at improving the roster and, and making decisions about who to resign and not, um, there's definitely – Going to be some better options out there. Uh, Sass says no more Metu. Well, I mean, I kind of uh, just said I agree with that. Yeah. So you guys are tripping. Metu is the heart and soul of this team, Calvin. The heart and soul of the team. Yeah. Wow. That's very Chimezi high praise, Metu, dude. You don't see him lighting the beam. I see a lot of guys lighting the beam. All right. Well, I mean, we just they've done it thirty-eight times. We just skyrocketed past fifty-seven. Fire the laser. I mean, you don't want to see Chemezi Metu, <laughs> and he's the one you're, firing you're, the laser. You're being a little harsh on me now. All right, here we go. Here we go. Fire the laser! Bam! Look at Chemezi lighting that beam. Look at that thing into the sky. Wow! Wow! The Pelicans wish they had a beam. They wish they had a better team. More like the Pelicans. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, but shout out to Chemezi Metu. And shout out to Alex Len. Uh, if, if Alex Len's a, a member of the royal family, then maybe he should he should be resigned, in my opinion. All royal <laughs> family members are welcome to remain remain on the team. That's that's for sure. Uh, but Calvin, I mean, back back to the game tonight. Um, do the Pelicans have the worst name in the NBA? Uh, yes, they do. Worst mascot? Until, until Thursday. Worst mascot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Are you, pelican? Are you afraid of a pelican? Are, 
Are you? Are you going to make any pelican noises on the show tonight? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm lighting the beam, Calvin. <laughs> I'm lighting the effing beam. Also, want to remind you all, it is Merch Monday. So if you like any of the fresh apparel you see here on the screen, uh, you can check out royalrebounds.com. 15% off every single Monday using the coupon code Merch Monday. Check out that Royal Rebounds tee. You are going to love it. Light the effing beam. And the light the beam tee is, is also nice as well. All right, Calvin, let's transition here into the bench. We talked a little bit about Lyles, Metu. Uh, I mean, tonight wasn't a huge performance by the bench. Uh, but, I mean, we got, we, got, we got some points. I mean, what is it, 25, 34, 37 points tonight for the bench? That's not bad at all. That is definitely not bad, especially if all five of your starters are going to be in double figures. Yeah. Definitely not bad. And they played the, going to that zone, which hasn't always worked well for them, but it did work tonight in that third quarter, which was played mostly by that second unit. Uh, Adam says there's nothing worse than the Hornets. Yeah, I still I don't have anything Here's wrong the with the Hornets. People I mean, are afraid I, of Hornets. Yeah. Who's afraid of a Pelican? Well, Pelicans are much bigger than Hornets. Uh, they probably could do some damage if they wanted to. And they're really good at basketball? You know, people are afraid of swans. Uh, yeah, I mean, no team is named the swans. Exactly, Calvin. that's my point. That's that's the Pelicans. <laughs> so we start calling a, them the swans A Pelican now? is a swan with a big mouth, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Worst, worst team no name in the NBA. Uh, DJ says Monk with too many turnovers tonight. He's definitely had more than two turnovers um, in, in games before. I, I totally agree. Too many. They yeah. were, yeah. Well, he's had a lot too, more than too two. Too many? Yeah. <laughs> I agree that those two passes, which were, I think, on back-to-back -back possessions, were horrible passes. Uh, and he was, you know, yanked out of the game right after that. But Dennis is afraid of Pelicans. He says, I've seen a pelican eat a whole seagull before. Wow. Animal planet. Good thing there's no team called the seagulls because the pelicans would probably be able to beat that team all the time. <laughs> oh, they steal your bait, Joe. Yeah, I've never fished around a pelican. Interesting. Uh, looks like the bouncer wants to hear the island boys. What do you think? Are you ready for the island boys? Sure, let's do it. And, right. and Jay, drop your uh, Instagram handle in the chat here so I can follow you. The Kings won, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. The Sacramento Kings, oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. Fox is so fast. Southern us is so strong, yeah. Coach Mike is so smart, yeah. They are the playoff bound, yeah. Yo, I think we are going to bring Nick up next. Nick, what is up? What is up? Why not like the beam? Fire the laser! Why not like the beam? What's up, Nick? Fire the laser! Fire the laser! Fire the laser! My hey, laser's why better, not Nick. like the beam? No. Hey, <laughs> I did not eat pizza tonight. Oh, no pizza today, huh? Okay. No pizza today. All right. I'm proud of you. Hey, but you know, I was at my doctor's office today, and. I you know, I kind of Dr. Lane was telling me, you know, we gotta 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 lose the weight, and it was kind of hard for me. To, it's hard that 
I had to understand what he was saying to me that he was getting to the point to me that I could possibly get diabetes if I don't stop eating what I'm eating. Uh oh. You know, oh, it's, no. it's, it's hard, but he was telling me, you know, soda is just bad for you. So, Nick, are you saying you're out of the pizza eating contest? I, I, I think I, my doctor was saying he was very clear to me that I cannot be drinking sodas and eating mm. the way I'm eating. You know, and that's unfortunate. I, 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 I was really looking forward to seeing you eat 102 pizzas. Yeah, that's probably what yeah. did it, Nick. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just, I weigh 298 98 pounds, and I'm almost 300. And my doctor said, the order I get, then the order's going to get on me. So that's a problem. Well, I'm glad you're being proactive about it now, right? And, and you're going to the doctor and getting advice before it becomes a problem. You know, it's, it, it, it can get it can get it can get me get me break because you know you can't I can't eat what I'm eating eating is not it's not a good idea to eat what I'm doing and you know what going to these restaurants and eating fat fat fattening food eating pizza every day it's not good and you know and it can affect the heart too and it, 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 I need to drink water better. So should we have a like an apple what? eating contest instead or something? I don't know. Uh, we could maybe, bob for apples. We could bob for apples. Maybe maybe bananas. Bananas. Oh, okay. That's bad. That's you don't want to get idea. potassium poisoning. No, bananas are better. It burns fat. It burns fat. So Nick, what? <laughs> bananas burn fat? Yeah. Uh, okay, um, so what's your new diet looking like? You know, I'm I'm going to have to lose the weight. You know, it, 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 I know it's hard, very difficult, and my doctor was like saying what I, I just was getting to the point where I, I can't eat with the way I'm eating right now. Do you drink a lot of soda? Uh, I, I do. I do. Oh, that's and the thing dog, right there. Don't blame it on pizza, soda Nick. It's soda, dude. Soda is a killer. It's soda, and soda can make you. It, 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 get, it can get you. The food, the fattening food can get you too. You know. Do you uh do you drink a lot of beer, Nick? I pretty much do. Yeah, no, I don't. I drink soda. Just soda. Soda, but no beer. Nope. Okay. Maybe you should ask your doctor if switching to beer would be healthier for you. I don't think so. Well, Nick, on the bright side, this might turn you into just a lethal basketball player. Like, yeah, we've seen so many guys. Chris Paul went vegan, all this stuff. Yep. Keeps them in shape longer. I mean, look out for the, the basketball world. I think you're going to be a lot better after this. Yeah. Carrots are good, too, Nick. You like carrots? Yeah, light the beam. Okay. <laughs> you want to talk about the game tonight? All right. Were you at the yeah, game? Like, yeah, I was. And, you know, we got the win. We're 38 wins. 38 wins. Hey, Nick, how many wins do the Grizzlies have? 38. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Are you, uh, are you watching the whole Ja Morant situation? Ja Morant, yeah. he's, he's, he's dumb. He's, he's ghetto. He's ghetto. Okay. <laughs> Um, when do you think John Morant will be back playing basketball again? I don't know. We'll see. 
Okay, that's a great answer, Nick. Nick, did you get anything at the team store today? No, I did not. I no, I did not. Next time. Well, Nick, I I'm happy that you're actually paying attention to us this time. Unlike the last show where you just called in and you ignored us for a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. But we got to get back to the show. Can you give me your thoughts on Thursday's game on TNT against the Knicks? <laughs> All right. Well, I just want to say, uh, let's, let's, well, we played Thursday night and Thursday's a TNT game. Who's winning that game, Nick? The Kings are. Hell That's yes. right. That's what I like to hear. You think De'Aaron Fox yeah. will be back on Thursday? I think he will. All right, I like to hear that. Give me uh, your score prediction for the game. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think one, one, 113 to 99, I believe. 113 to 99. The Kings continue to play good defense. I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. Well, Nick, yeah. dude, I'm I'm disappointed to hear you're out of the pizza contest, but I'm happy to hear that you're taking control and over your health, uh, which is always a good thing because you know what they say, health is wealth. And yeah. uh, hopefully you'll still come and hang out with us in, in April. I will. All right, buddy. Have a good night, man. We'll see you on Thursday. Sleep beams, Alrighty. Nick. Sleep beams. Sleep beams. Light the beam. Shout out to Brian. Saw the beam for the first time tonight. Wow. Shout out to Brian. Um, I, I think Brian Tan- Thompson. I guess Tanvir wants to come up and say uh, something. Clarify. Uh, let, let's let's ask Tanvir how he, how he feels about the Memphis Grizzlies. Tanvir, what is up? Yo, what's up, Calvin Barry? What's going on, guys? What's up, Tanvir? How How's it going, man? Great, man. Good win without De'Aaron, bro. Handled business, did our thing. How you feeling? We're right there, right behind Memphis. Do you feel like jumping off a building man. tonight? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Always do. <laughs> I love the confidence, man. Aim for the bushes. Aim for, Aim the, bushes. for the bushes. You know how it is, bro. You know how we roll over here, bro. Tanvir, um, what do you, what are your thoughts on the Memphis Grizzlies in the whole situation? That that was just what crazy as hell. What he's doing, man, insane, man. That's just crazy. You hear about all the stories coming out today, saying that he maybe brought the gun on the team plane. Oh, I didn't hear about that. I heard about the other stuff though. Because it was a road road game in Denver. Yeah, it gets worse and worse. Uh, every day. I don't I mean, know. All of this stuff is. is still rumors until, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know how they true, prove but, it. Yeah. But I mean, if I was going to Denver to play a basketball game, I probably wouldn't be like buying a gun there and then leaving it there. I don't know. Probably not. Weird situation. How long do you yeah, think he's going to be out for Tanvir? Hey man, I don't know. He needs to, he needs to get his head right. That's all I got to say, man. You gotta get his head head in the game, bro. You can't be doing that stuff. It's really sad, man, because he has so really much sad, talent. Bro. I really, like, I really do, like Ja, but now, I don't know, man. If if you were his friend, what would you tell him? Just get his head right and stop posting that kind of stuff on your IG and social media. That should be outside. That shouldn't be inside your, you know. 
when you post online, those kids, it gets out of hand. Yeah, the sad thing is, you know, I don't know this for a fact, but the way that, that he's been acting is it feels like the people that are surrounding him don't really care that much about him, right? They're just there for the ride. Yeah. They're friends with the yeah. superstar John Morant who's making millions of dollars. And unfortunately, if he does something that messes it up, those people are all probably going to leave because he's not going to have have all that stuff anymore, which is, is oh, the yeah. saddest part because he's the one 100%. that's going to have to deal with all the consequences, not everybody 100%. else. So that's that's really sad. And his bouncer says your kids look up to him too. So oh yeah, yeah. it's definitely disappointing. Um, Calvin, did you read the article today about the team meeting that happened before? Oh, I, I didn't I read the article, too. but they I saw the, the tweet reporting – the, the meeting, yeah. It's like Steven Adams called the meeting to yeah. to try and uh, get all the teammates to settle down and be a little bit more professional and more prepared. Yeah. And then they go out that, to the club and flash night. guns yeah. on social yeah, yeah. media. It's, it's not good. Not a good situation. It's 100%. I, I didn't think that he was going to miss that many games originally. Um, but the more stories more, that come out, the more stuff that you hear, it sounds worse every time a new story yeah. comes out on him. So he he's he could potentially be missing, you know, more than half a of a season. I mean, yeah. the, the rumor is yeah. fifty game suspension if he did in fact bring a gun on the plane, right? So it's not good, not good at all. Hundred percent, not good at all. And I mean, like, uh, let's let's say he misses two games, right? I don't think this is what's going to happen, but right now all we heard is minimum two, right? So, like, let's say he misses two games. Did this already screw up the team chemistry so bad to where, like, they're not going to ride and die for him? They're, they don't have his back if he doesn't care about the team enough that he's doing this bullshit on the side, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's got to mess with team chemistry. A anytime a guy is going to miss games for some personal reason that it doesn't involve, you know, like a death in the family or, you know, a reason to step away yeah. uh, or an injury. I mean, if, if he's just out there waving guns around and that's going to make him miss more than half of a season, uh, as a teammate, I don't see how you could really count or rely on that guy. Especially when he's your best player. It's not like yeah. he's a role player. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no abs absolutely. This is he's the franchise leader. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the guy absolutely. that you follow into battle. And, I mean, dude, I yeah. was – so I, I knew about the, the incident in Indiana. I knew about the issue with uh, the kid at his house. But did you know that there's another investigation about a, a mall security guard he got in altercation with? I did not. I kind of heard about that. What was that about? I don't know exactly, but I think it had something to do with guns, too. Oh, my God. It's it's yeah, crazy, dude. Guns, it, it is absolutely crazy, like, to just think about all these things piling together and just, like, yeah. snowballing into what it's yeah. become, right? And it's like, okay, well, where was the intervention after one incident? Where was the intervention after two incidents? Three. Like, this is four incidents, and now he's like... Okay, I admit I have a problem dealing with stress. After every single other incident, we just hear a, a response from them that's like, no, these people are tripping. Like, I did nothing wrong. There's nothing yeah. wrong with me. Like, they're lying or whatever. And then 
now it's like, okay, fourth time you fool me, uh, I have a problem dealing with stress. Yeah, not I, good. Yeah. Wild. He, could, uh, he may could lose his kid too, man. You can think about it that way too, which is crazy. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. But, hey, Tanvir, I don't want to be so negative. I want to talk about Thursday's game, the second nationally televised game for the Kings this season. And, uh, guys, I I mean, I think that every Kings fan should give themselves a pat on the back for this one because this game was not on the schedule as a TNT game. This game was flexed in because of the fans, because of the players, because of this team playing exceptionally, exceptionally well. So, Tanvir, give me your thoughts on Thursday's game on TNT. On Thursday's game, I think we're going to win, man. No problem at all. I think it will be a good battle. Knicks are good the way they've been playing, but we'll see what happens. I think we pull out a win, 195. 195, that's your score prediction? Yeah. All right, a defensive battle. Yeah. Tanvir, you know the Knicks are on a winning streak, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I know they're on a winning streak right now. How many games have they won in a row? Was it nine? Nine. That's wild. They haven't lost since they traded for Josh Hart. That's crazy, bro. That's absolutely incredible. Mad respect to them. But, hey, we'll be there to give them that L. No problem. Hey, that just means they're due, right? Yep, that L's coming. Kings are undefeated, man, in uh, nationally televised games this year. That's true, they are. That's amazing. 1-0. 1-0. That's that 2. <laughs> well, if you count NBA TV, they're 3-0. Yeah, yeah. that's 3-0, yeah, actually. True. I mean, Tanvir, what does it mean to you seeing the Kings on national television? Because a lot Yo, of us... It's, so, it's exposure, man. It's amazing. Yeah, you I mean... That like kind a, of exposure a, so they talk about you. A lot of us have just been like, you know, like like I've been talking smack about ESPN for a couple of years now, right? Where it's like nobody on ESPN right. cares about the Sacramento yeah. Kings. They don't report on the Kings. Like even even like watching the games, right? They show the highlights from the Kings game. They show it, the the highlights start in the fourth quarter. They show like four plays, and they're like, "Oh, Kings win ninety five to yeah. seventy five or whatever," you know. And exactly. now it's like. We all we all saw what happened in the off season when one ESPN reporter says Kings are going to the playoffs this year, and everybody <laughs> oh, yeah. everybody gangs up on him yeah. and starts talking oh, smack yeah. and all this. He's right. Kings are going to the playoffs this year. ESPN oh, yeah. starting to finally notice. A lot of these basketball heads are finally starting to notice, and we're getting flexed in. Do you could you see the Kings playing another nationally televised game before the playoffs this year, Tanvir? I hope so, man. I, you would, it would really be amazing if we could get another flexed-in game, man. We definitely deserve it the way we've been playing lately. I mean, Thursday's game is on March 9th. The last game of the season is scheduled for April 9th. So we have just about a month of basketball left in the regular season. That's Pretty crazy. crazy, Calvin. You and I that are is. used to being uh, off. <laughs> uh, you know, halfway through April, we're off for the for the season. I'm sure a lot of Kings players are used to that too, right? They're uh, putting their oh, toes yeah. into sand. We're going to be working extra time this year because the Kings are making the playoffs. Hopefully, they go deep. But uh, Tanvi, are you coming to uh, to a home game with us in the playoffs? 
hopefully if it's on like on a Saturday or a Sunday, because those are the only days I have off. I usually okay. work at night. I think yeah. there's a good chance of there being a playoff game on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, that would be easier for us, too, because we could fly in for the weekend. Yes. <laughs> well, Tanvir, I appreciate you for hanging out tonight, buddy. We'll see you on Thursday. Hell yeah. See you guys on Thursday. All That's right, right, buddy. Go Light Kings. the beam. Go, go Kings. Light the beam. Fire the laser. <laughs> Fire the laser. Fire the laser! Fire the laser! Shout out to Dennis here for the super chat on YouTube. Dennis, we appreciate you. That's going into the beer fund. All right, Calvin, anything else you want to talk about regarding this game tonight before we move on? Nope. We're moving on. We're moving on. Moving on. Kings played great tonight. Total team win. Uh, It was great to watch. But like I said... Earlier, it's about to get real here. These next three games are no joke. Yeah, yeah. The next three, we got the Knicks in Sacramento. We got the Suns in Phoenix with KD. They've been playing pretty well. Oh, dude, they look amazing. Uh, and then we got the Milwaukee Bucks in Sacramento as well. Uh, so it should be interesting. This is going to be a fun couple games here. And, I mean, like we've been saying all, all season long, We've gotten to a point where it's like you don't dodge the good teams. You go straight up against the good teams, and it is a test to see if you're ready. Definitely. Calvin, do you think the Kings are ready for these games? I think they're ready for these games. I mean, they've they've played competitively against the good teams in this league for you know the entire season. They did lose to Milwaukee, I think, by 13 in Milwaukee. They lost to the Knicks by double digits in New York. Um Darren Fox didn't play in that game, though. He might not play on Thursday. Who knows? But uh, are they ready? Yeah, they're ready. Will they win all three, two out of three? That, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, Larry Larry in the chat here says, where are you guys located? Uh, Larry, the Royal Rebounds headquarters is located on the west, west, west coast. Uh, We are in Maui, Hawaii. Uh, That's where the headquarters is. And we will fly into Sacramento for some playoff basketball. That is, that's incredible, dude. I can't even believe I'm saying that, Calvin. We're going to fly to Sacramento for some playoff basketball. Yeah. Playoff basketball. Playoffs? Playoffs. I know we got that in here. Yeah, we're talking about the playoffs. Uh, Brian wants to fire the laser again. Shout out to Brian Thompson for the super chat. Playoffs? Playoffs? You kidding me? You kidding me? Brian, thank you so much for the super chat. And hey, Brian. Join the royal family, man. Hit that join button uh, down below in uh, the description. You look good in you look good in green. I think so. I think so. Matthew says you mean playing? No, Matthew. No, we're talking about the the real dance. We're talking about playoffs, dude. We're gonna have a little break while we watch those play-in games. We don't play in the play-in. All right, Kevin. Let's talk about Thursday's game against the Knicks. It's on TNT. It's in Sacramento. ESPN has the Knicks favored in this game, 58%. Calvin, give me your keys to the game. Well, first of all, welcome to the Royal Family, Brian. Oh, Brian, he's in. Thank you, Brian, for joining the Royal Family. Yes, shout out. Um, Okay, keys to the game. Look, this is going to be a tough one. There's no uh, doubt about it. These two teams, very, very different uh, in how they play. Style of play. Uh, one plays super, super fast. The other is a much more slower half-court isolation team. Knicks are a really, really good defensive team, and they are playing 
as good, if not better, than anybody in the NBA. They just beat Boston last night in Boston without Jalen Brunson, who's been one of the best players in the NBA this season, to continue the streak. So this is not going to be easy. Uh, Number one key to this game, Kings have got to try to get out in transition and get some easy buckets. It's going to be a rough night if they try to score on this half-court set defense every single possession. Fast break points, 16 is the number. The Kings are, are have a really, really good record. I've lost track of what the official record is at this point, but really good record when they score 16 or more fast break points. Um, if they're able to get some deflections, some steals, transition buckets like we saw tonight, that's going to go a long way. Number two is rebound. This is always a huge key for the Kings. It's definitely a key in this game. The Knicks are a great rebounding team. They're third in the NBA uh, overall and fourth in the NBA in offensive rebounds. They really uh, killed the Kings on the glass. In that last meeting in New York, the Kings allowed 15 offensive rebounds. So, uh, And it, they've got a lot of great rebounders, right? Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson. Um, they, they can attack you from a lot of different angles there. So it's going to take a total team effort. And then number three is double Julius Randle, especially if Jalen Brunson's not going to be in this game. I don't know for sure if he will or not, but he has has been out with a foot injury. They run a lot of isolation. Julius Randle is a great one-on-one player. The Kings need to double the ball, force him to get it out of out of his hands, and make other guys beat you. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox needs to be involved in this game. He needs yeah, to that would definitely game. help. They need him definitely, to put pressure on help. the defense. I mean, you, you said it in the last game, right? I I think it was like the last, what was it, the last sequence in the last game where you're like, I need to see De'Aaron Fox getting downhill on these guys. And, and De'Aaron Fox, I mean, we talk about fast break points. We talk about transition opportunities, stuff like that, before the defense gets set. De'Aaron Fox is one of the only guys in the NBA that has the ability to break down a set half-court defense with his speed, right? Uh, so he, he definitely, definitely should be available, I, I hope, to play in this game. Um Daquan Jeffries is listed as day-to-day. Jalen Brunson is listed as day-to-day uh, for the Knicks, and De'Aaron Fox is still listed as out. So we'll see if they update that in the next couple days because, dude, we do have a couple days off. We got Tuesday. We got Wednesday off. Game is on Thursday. De'Aaron didn't play tonight. He didn't play yesterday. So he's getting a decent amount of time off to rest that hamstring. And they said on the broadcast tonight that it was a little uh, – it's not a main injury. It's not a big injury, but they're they're trying. Oh, to he wanted to play. From becoming yeah. anything uh, bigger and, and linger into the playoffs or yes. anything like that. So, uh, I mean, shout out to the medical staff uh, for diagnosing things, and uh, you know, shout out to the teammates for stepping up. Guys like Davion yeah. Mitchell, and shout out to Mike Brown for saying, Winning. "No, we're keeping you out. Yeah. We have much bigger, uh, you know, goals and and things to accomplish playoffs. than just winning this game." So. All right, Calvin. So my question for you is, uh, do the Knicks have the worst team name in the NBA? Yeah. What is a Knickerbocker? What is a Knickerbocker? I have no idea. Do you don't know what they are? Uh, I should know. My dad is, is a lifelong Knicks fan, but yeah. I, I don't actually. I thought he was a Kings fan. No, he's not. Okay. I mean, he likes watching the Kings, but yeah, he grew up in New York City. He's a Knicks fan. Yeah. My grandpa's a Knicks fan also because he went to Syracuse and he's from New York. What is a Knickerbocker? Maybe I should ask him. Calvin, who who's the Knicks mascot? That is a better question. I don't know if I've ever seen a mascot at a, at a Knicks game. What is a Knickerbocker? They they got Madison Square Garden. They don't need a mascot. The Knickerbocker Hotel. And yes, Alfie man, that's right. Sh- 
big shout out and a big happy birthday to Coach Mike Brown, Coach of the Year, Mike Brown. Oh yeah, Spike Lee is the mascot. Oh, so knickerbockers is the style of pants. That is the worst name in the NBA. <laughs> Straight up. It says, the term Knickerbockers traces its origin to the Dutch settlers who came to the New World, and especially to what is oh, now Knickers, yes. New York yes. in the 1600s. Specifically, it refers to the style of pants the settlers wore, pants that rolled up just below the knee, which became known as the Knickerbockers or the Knickers. That is a stupid team name for a basketball <laughs> team. They don't even wear pants, Calvin. They don't. They wear shorts. I don't even want to read more because it's going to make <laughs> me. Their team is named after a pair of pants. Panties, as Jay says. I thought, oh, my God, dude. I thought that the Knicks were actually a pretty decent team name until I looked this up. <laughs> Knickerbockers, the pants. So now, do you really think that the Knicks have the worst team name? Yeah. Now? Yeah. The Knicks, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They got the pants, dude. The New York pants. So I'm going to start pants. calling them the New York pants. That's horrible. That is, that's absolutely horrible. I don't know, dude. Fire, fire somebody, fire somebody. <laughs> Anyways, Calvin, I, I think that pretty much wraps up the show tonight. We appreciate everybody for joining in on this wonderful Monday. Uh, remind you all real quick one more time. If you want to pick up any dope merch, check out royalrebounds.com. Every Monday we do 15% off. Just use the coupon code merch Monday. You can pick up your royal family shirt like I'm wearing here. You can pick up a light the beam shirt like Calvin's wearing. Chain not included. Uh, the white shirt that was on the screen or uh, the camo Royal Rebounds hoodie, which is absolutely dope. But thank you guys all for watching. We appreciate you all so much. Please don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We will see you all on Thursday after the Kings take on the New York Pants. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid team name. Anyways, have a good night, guys. Go Kings. That is the stupidest team name I've ever heard. The pants? <laughs>